0: The following is a presentation of the Premier Dance Network. Hey dancers, welcome back. So glad you're tuning in today. We're going to chat about ballet company auditions. It's a big undertaking. It's a stressful time. So being prepared and really coming up with a smart list and, um, you know, thinking through the real life implications of where you might end up is really important. So, you know, it's October. Company auditions, I think, feel far away yet also it feels like they're right around the corner because they do start in january so you've got a few months get your plan in place uh, work on your technique work on all the things that need to happen inside the studio and you'll feel really confident about what is next so here are some of my some of my insights and thoughts on getting prepared for this time First of all, you should be creating a list of companies that you're truly excited about. There's no real reason to audition for a company that you're like, eh, I don't know how into that I am. If I ended up dancing there, I don't know how happy I would be. You know, if any of these things come up for you about a specific company or city or location or any of that, a rep, you know, whatever they dance, you have to consider that, don't put it on your list. Auditioning is expensive enough. You don't want to get caught up traveling to places where you're not really thrilled about the idea. When you make your list, just like you would for college applications, whether you've gone through the college application uh, bit or not, this is how you typically will set it up where you have your reach companies, your mid-range companies, and then what would be like your safety companies, although, you know, the way the dance world works... Is there really such a thing as a safety company? I don't really know because of how unpredictable it is from year to year. You can't really consider something safety unless you have a super close contact who works there who has said to you, you know, you can always come and dance with us. You know, that we would consider a safety. But definitely come up with a few that you think, oh, I think I could definitely fit in with their dancers or maybe it's a company that you've a smaller company that you've seen and you've thought, well, they make up a lot of their core with students, so it's possible that they would be interested in you to bring some additional professional experience to their company, you know, things to look for. If it's possible to visit or see a company perform before you audition, that's a great thing to do. I know it's not always possible, but if you can, then do it. Maybe you've seen or visited this company over the years in your training. So that's another way to kind of have a better idea about what's going on there. Talk with current dancers. This is a great thing that social media can help with. People are more accessible. Uh, definitely go th- go for the dancers who are in the entry level positions that you would likely be moving into yourself. So trainees, apprentices, things like that. If you can get in touch with them and find out a little bit more about how it's been, what their experience has been, you know, pluses and negatives of potentially ending up there. It's going to help you to get a better idea of what you'd be getting yourself into. Use the internet, research articles and history of the companies that you're looking at applying for and auditioning for. Obviously, you should be looking at company websites and learning all that you can from that. You can learn a lot from dancer bios, although, you know, you don't necessarily have to have gone to the same level, level or caliber of schools as other dancers in a company. However, you might notice things like Companies who don't seem to have any dancers who went to college or companies who seem to have a lot of dancers who went to college. So you can learn those things by investigating dancer bios and seeing if it's more likely to be a place that you'll fit in. You kind of learn from that. Some artistic directors love a college dancer. Some artistic directors are less interested in a college dancer. So that's something important to look at and consider. Think about your long-term plans. Where, what part of the country do you want to end up living in? What goals do you have as a dancer? Are you hoping to become a principal? Are you plan? Are you hoping to just stay in the core for your career? We all have different aspirations, and think about that when you start to investigate companies and when you start to look into them. Remember that you don't have to start up off at the company where you end up, or the company where you hope to end up. Your first position might just be a stepping stone to the next thing. It might be a good way to learn if a company or a a certain company scenario is maybe not what you would really like for the long term. So don't feel like if you end up at a certain company, like that's the only place you'll ever dance and that's the only place you'll ever be more and more. Because of the way the whole trainee and apprenticeship and second company situation is these days, dancers start off somewhere and that's not where you're going to end up. But you do want to find a place that's going to be a positive trainee or second company experience. So that's where getting in touch with dancers who have already been through that is going to be really valuable. And even seeing, you know, if you tend to, if you start to notice professional bios where it says, oh, she started off in this company's second company. You might see trends and think, okay, well, some companies are clearly providing better training in their second companies than others, which is definitely going to be true. And that's worth making sure that you can kind of get some details on. Consider locations and cost of living. There are going to be some places where it's going to be a heck of a lot easier to Uh, Afford to live there, and you know, it will impact how many hours you'll have to work at a second job potentially. It will impact, you know, how what additional financial help you might need if your parents are willing to help you. You know, all of that is important to look into just so that you'll know what you're getting into. Know what size company appeals to you or just start to think about what size company you think you would prefer. You might not know yet, depending on where you trained. If you trained at a bigger school, you might think, oh, I will st- I want to stay in this bigger, more competitive environment. Or if you were at a smaller school, you might think, oh, I'd rather stay in a smaller company, potentially less competitive environment. Um, but think about that. Big, small, think of company size. It's really important. And then also look at, this goes back to financials and budgeting and considering all of those things, think about if they're trainee pro- or find out if certain trainee programs are free or if they're tuition-based. I think more and more, unfortunately, trainee programs are a paid program. Even if companies are using trainees as part of their corps ballet, they still are charging or starting to charge these days, which is... Not right, really, if you ask me, but I guess it's a thing that's happening. And they're providing value to you as well. You have to think you have to sort of weigh the costs versus benefits. But especially if you're getting into a training program where you are paying them, the training better be top notch. Their goals for you better be whether you're dancing professionally with that company or somewhere else. Their goals better be to help you find a professional position. So, all of these things are, are considerations as you get into audition season and as we start to get this information about audition dates and things like that. But most of these things are also the sorts of things that you can explore before you know when a certain company's audition is. You know, you don't have to start scheduling in your audition dates just yet, but doing this investigative work and reaching out to dancers who are already at certain companies that you can all start doing now. And you should start doing it now because that way you'll be better prepared when you get into the actual audition season. Moving forward, there is going to be a webinar, a free online workshop from The Whole Dancer, more in depth on the topic of audition season, mindset. I just came up with a list of like Close fifty plus things to. Uh, I'll have to break it down, break my list down because it's a few too many things. But I've come up with a list of a bunch of things to go through in this workshop, and I think it's going to be really beneficial to start to get you in the right headspace and to get you in the um, in a positive place for audition season, so that you're not just totally stressed out and freaking out. So. Those who are on the Whole Dancer email list will be first to hear about it. Uh, So be sure to head over to thewholedancer.com and join the Whole Dancer email list. And then you'll be first to hear about the workshop. And I hope that you'll all join me. It's coming up in just a couple of weeks. So more details to come probably next week. And I'll chat with you all soon. Have a great rest of your day.